Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Doug Gillum, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within and welcome to the new year. I really hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and that uh, you're really refreshed and ready to tackle on this new year or 2020. Um, it's um, I've just got back at work today, or not today, yesterday. Um, it's right at the start of the year. So, And this first month of the new year is a little bit different than many. You'll see it marks the start of a new decade. We don't always get a new decade. Um, with the last decade closing, it really signals a completion of things and a clearing the way for the new decade. And uh, I always like to um, look at a decade finishing as, well, that's completed that phase. And let's move into the next one. Where, where the next day? Where is the next decade going? And where is it taking me? Make those decisions around it. Now, I know about you, but let me ask you a question. Do you desire this new decade or the coming decade, the 2020s, to be like your last decade? Or do you desire to be bigger, better, and more fantastic than the last decade? Now, I know I want it to be bigger, better, and more fantastic than the last decade. I mean, the last decade, for a lot of people, especially in business, was a very up-and-down decade and a very challenging one, and um, I won't say it wasn't challenging for us in here, but again, it's like anything in life, you know, your attitude determines your altitude. Um, actually, there's probably, I think I forget who says it, your attitude, not your aptitude, determines your altitude. I can't remember who said that, but that's a, a really good quote that I learned when I was quite young. But uh, you see the difference in how... 2020 or the 2020s, the whole decade will turn out. All comes down to you, and that's really what I'm trying to say. So let me ask you another question. Have you written down your goals for 2020 yet? And um, have you written down your goals for the decade or where you'd like to be? Um, To me, I look at things, I do things called vision boards, and I've been doing those for 30 years, you know, where you cut out pictures of things. And so I've got this new big vision board and I've got all these cutouts. I've just got to stick it on and uh, you you visualize what you want your life to be like and where you want to go and what you want to achieve over there. And you could be doing it for yourself or with your partner or with your kids or your kids could be doing one themselves. So it just, you can do multiple vision boards, but uh, I like to do one with my wife and we get on the same plane basically or the same thinking um, and we get to achieving our goals for that so it's a really good thing um, in terms of doing really getting out what you want so but then you know again it's you know have you written down your goals for 2020 and the 2020s you know the whole decade now over the Christmas break 
I find it's a really good time to refresh myself. You know, obviously, as we have some time off, I've had two to three weeks off-ish. Um, I haven't been doing anything on the YouTube for three weeks or more. Um, so I have come back refreshed. But I also do like to take this part of the year while I create space around myself um, to reflect on the year that I've had and where we're going out. So I did certainly take some time out for family friendship, but also for myself because I think it was Bob Proctor that said in his book, You Were Born Rich, he said, uh, you can't buy new clothes till you clean out your wardrobe. And what Bob was talking about was that you can't be creative unless you clear your thinking and clear your mind and give yourself space to do that. And all too often we're too busy doing the do, if that makes sense, to start thinking and creating. And you can't be creative while you're cluttered up with things I've got to do. You know, you, you start that treadmill again. And I think a lot of people starting back at work this week and, and or next week, um, you know, you start that as soon as that alarm hits at, you know, whatever it is, six, seven o'clock in the morning, go, bang, you're straight into that routine again. You know, get on the bus, train, get in your car, drive to work, do the same thing over and over and over again. Um, and while you're in that space, it's hard to reflect and create that space so that you can be creative and, you know, determine how you're going to change your life. Now, um, as I said, you know, I did take some time off for myself, refresh, reflect, um, you know, both for my family, friendships and myself. But um, in part of taking time for myself, I actually allocated more time so I can catch up on some reading as reading really is the fuel for your mind, your motivation, your inspiration. Um, and would it surprise you to know that all successful people, not just, well, they don't just read, but they read very often. And they're not just reading novels, or they don't just read novels to entertain themselves. Generally, successful people don't spend time doing that, although they are entertained by the books they read, but they don't read, you know, the Harry Potters, so to speak, if that makes sense, um, on mass. But they do read books that educate, inform, and challenge their thinking, and that's really what they do. They read books written by masters in their fields, whatever those fields are. Um, and they may not be the fields like I might read a book on quantum physics. Now, it's not the field that I'm a master of, but it's interesting, quantum physics. Um, and that might sound a bit sick, but you know what I mean? But they read books written by masters in those fields. They also read books studying other successful people. I mean, I've read books on um, many, many successful people, their life stories, how they got to where they've got. Uh, I know I've done that quite often um, in terms of reading different people's books. But basically reading um, is exercise for their brain and helps them be, be more creative, more productive, more successful than others. And it gives them ideas. So to me, reading, I constantly will have two or three books at any one stage. Now, sometimes I'll start reading a book and then I'll put it down and I'll go back for three months and, and I'll, have, I'll get onto another book or another different book and, and Sometimes I've got books all over the house. So it just depends on what's going on in my day and, and in my life at the time, how much or how many I'm actually reading. But I think I had about four or five going um, or I finished over the last three weeks. So, And I'm not a fast reader. I don't like reading much and I'm not a fast reader. So please don't think that I'm one of these people that sits there for hours reading. I find reading um, the way I read, uh, it's been, it was a real challenge for me to get to be reading a lot. And in fact... I quite often tell people that uh, whilst I was at um, school, I never read a book from cover to cover, and I didn't. Um, it was only when I got out of school that I started to work out 
um, from my mentors and people that successful people actually read and they continually read. So I thought, well, if it's good enough for them, it's definitely good enough for me. So I started reading. So um, but some great books that I picked up over the over the Christmas break and just before Christmas. I think I finished one uh, by a gentleman called Malcolm Gladwell before Christmas just before Christmas, it's called uh, How to Talk to Strangers. Great book. I love his books. Um, there's a lot of different books that I do read, but that's why I read. But if, um, as I said, successful people do read um, and they're continually reading. Now, if you have, um, have Netflix at home, there's a three or four part series on Bill Gates from Microsoft, um, obviously the, the founder of Microsoft. I think it's called the inside you know, inside the mind of Bill Gates. Um, I watched it. I think in November. I think there's like I think it's three parts, three or maybe four parts. I can't remember. But when you start watching that quickly, you'll see that Bill's uh, personal assistant is charged with ensuring that he has a bag of books to read wherever he goes. Like if he goes somewhere, he's got this like it's like a cold shopping bag, you know. The, the shopping, it's full of books, so there'd be half a dozen easily books in. There could be ten books in that bag and he carries that around and he reads constantly and but uh, and that's what he does and if you've not seen the series then I really do urge you to watch it it really does help you get inside uh, the mind of how one of the world's most successful persons or people uh, got to be so successful and I really will say to you that or right up front that it wasn't because Bill was lucky he just chose to be successful and he chose to be do what successful people do to create that success. So getting back to my books, I had a couple around um, health and lifestyle, which has seen me modify my diet. So I am healthier and yes, I am losing weight, which is one of my goals for this year was to lose weight. Um, One of my goals is to lose 10 kilos uh, weight because I put that on over the last decade and I want to get rid of it. So, you know, kilo a decade, kilo a year over the decade, I'm going to get rid of that. That's one of my goals for this year. So how do I do that? So I've picked up books on bettering my diet and how to be healthier and and make those conscious choices. Um, I also read a few books around um, how to create your wealth within or my wealth within um, you know, sometimes people say to me, I understand why you call your company Wealth Within now um, after listening to our podcast or seeing what we're doing. So hopefully you're picking that up. But but I, I need to do me better, if that makes sense, or how do you do you? So they're books that I read all the time. Now, you see, our outer world is merely a reflection of our inner world. So if your outer world's not looking too good, that means your inner world's not too good. And so that's why we create our wealth within. The more wealthier I am on the inside, the more wealth is created on the outside. So these books I love to read help me understand how I can do me better and how I can change things. Uh, And one book I was reading reminded me that 90% of the time people go through life on autopilot being average and doing the same thing over and over again. So it's no wonder most people move through each year like they're, they're on Groundhog Day, that whole Bill Murray film, you know, it's on Groundhog Day. And you, you probably know people like that. If it's not you, and I'm trying to be rude to you, but if it's not you, you'll know lots of people that just, they seem to do exactly the same thing all the simple times and they're, it's their average. Um, and that's okay if that's what you want to be. But um, but it would, would it surprise you to know that uh, most of every day we do what we do using our subconscious mind 90% of the time. So we don't think about breathing. We don't think about driving pretty much, do we? You know, we just drive. We don't think about moving our hands or consciously think, I'm going to move my toe now. We do that on autopilot. And I think 
we constantly move through life on this autopilot. So if you're moving through life mainly on autopilot, that just means you'll continue to get the same results as you always have. Now, to me, obviously, you know, when I do read books, some of the books I read, I already know a lot of the concepts in those books because I've been reading for decades now and um, some of the new books coming out, the, those books on health and lifestyle and motivation and how people think, are uh, just different people coming at the subjects that other masters that have things like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, you know, Mission Success by Old Bandino, um, books like um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. You know, there's a whole heap of them. Um, you know, jeez, um, I've gone blank, but there's hundreds of books that I've read. And some of the new books are just refreshing and taking a new take on some of those things from the old masters. Now, I love reading those as well because I don't mind being reminded of that because you need to keep coming back to basics. But as I said, uh, 90% of the time people go through life on autopilot just being average and that's really what happens. Now, this living on autopilot really is easy and that's why most people stay in autopilot mode even though they actually desire more. You know, it's easy to, an alarm goes off, we go to work, we go, do our stuff, we come back home, we eat dinner, we watch a bit of TV, we go to bed again. The alarm goes off, we go to work, we come home, we eat a bit of dinner, watch a bit of TV, go to bed again, the alarm goes off, and that's what happens that groundhog day. So this living in autopilot really is that easy because you don't have to think about it. You know, it's why most people stay in autopilot, even though they really do desire more. But however, being in that autopilot mode also means that on a scale of 1 to 10, we only get to level 5 results at best. And we're average or mediocre. Uh, we're not the success we desired to be. When Remember at school, all the goals and desires and what you wanted to do. Yeah, I want to drive a Ferrari or I want to you know, have my own multi-million dollar business, travel the world, whatever those things were. But then life hits us in the face and most people get onto that autopilot. And I think, you know, then most, what I'm finding is 90% of people, you know, end up their life living a level five life rather than living the life that they desire. But then we watch these shows like, you know, people on boats and these rich people doing, uh, what do they call it? Rich wives of whoever is, I don't know, I've never seen those shows. Yeah. They're not something that I'd really want to watch. But, uh, you know, we watch other people's lives on TV and thinking, oh, I'd like that myself. And each week I receive emails from people wanting to be successful in their lives. And it's amazing for me. And I love reading some people's stories. Uh, or not some people. I love reading people's stories, not some people's. Uh, and I get many of those people wanting to be great traders and all, all of them express their desire to be a level 10 and enjoy their life and the rewards that comes with being a level 10 trader or a level 10 achiever um, and successful people. Yet, interesting enough, 90% of those that interact with me stay within their comfort zone and continue to do and run their whole life on autopilot, putting off till tomorrow what they could do today. Um, and even though the path to success was laid out to them, I might chat to them, I might tell them what they need to do. And the interesting thing is about being a mentor is you can only mentor somebody if they're willing to learn, you know. And a lot of people go, you know, if I do what Dale says, I've actually got to do something. And then I open myself up for a chance of failure. And that goes through people's brains, you know. Oh, I don't want to fail, so I'll just go back to being mediocre or that 5 out of 10 again. You see, level uh, being a level 10 really does require to actually become that level 10 person. 
Becoming a level 10 person requires you to actually get out of your comfort zone and do what you need to do in order for you to become that level 10. It just doesn't happen by accident. Bill Gates is not successful because he was lucky. You know, is it challenging? Yes, it is challenging. Is it uncomfortable? Well, at times being a level 10 is uncomfortable, but is it rewarding? Most definitely. You know, I don't know how many times, you know, that I've been on stage speaking to hundreds of people and before I'm on stage, I'm scared. You know, I'm like, wow, what am I doing there? You know, I've spoken in, you know, in international uh, conferences and that and I go there and I go, why, how do I deserve to be there? And who am I to be telling these people how to be doing things? So we all go through these challenges in our own mental battles with ourselves. But I always, but also had this mantra that I might that I have and I've had since you know probably 19 I, I always say to myself Dale if you're not living life on the edge you're taking up too much space and what I mean by that is I need to be prepared to jump off the edge and if I'm not willing to jump off the edge I'm not going to get the rewards uh, and so staying in that comfort zone is definitely not going to get me the rewards so so I always focus back and go where do I want to go what do I want to achieve and, and making sure I'm actually living on the edge and doing what I need to do so January 2020 is the perfect time for you to set your goals for the decade so that you achieve the lifestyle that you desire. So rather than live on autopilot, you need to live your life deliberately. And what I mean by that is that means that living each day, doing something you choose to do that will get you closer to your level 10 self. Now what I mean by that is not just you know get up, go to work, come home, eat dinner, watch TV, go to work, come back, blah, blah, blah. That cycle, that treadmill. When you're living deliberately, you're actually choosing what to do as well. So you might still be going to work, but you're saying, I'm going to choose to take an extra hour. Instead of watching TV, I'm going to study the stock market. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to read a book that's going to expand my mind and my thinking. Whatever that is to you, but you're choosing to do it deliberately. Uh, And you can't go backwards from that. You're always moving forwards from that. Because you can't be a great trader if you continue to look backwards at all the mistakes, the weaknesses and failings that you've had in your life. You can't change your past, but we can change your future. And all too often I find people make decisions in today thinking about what they did in the past. And you can't do that. You need to look at what you're doing in the future. But you can become a great trader by setting goals that lead you to the steps that move you towards becoming that level 10 trader. So ask yourself, what does it take to be a level 10 trader? What do level 10 traders do? And here's a challenge for you. Carefully write your answers down. So what does it take to be a level 10 trader? And what do level 10 traders do? So write those down for yourself. You don't need to send them to me, but write them down for yourself. Think about it and don't do it over a couple of minutes. Spend half an hour, an hour on it if you need to. Or come back to it over a few few days and just keep thinking what the level traders do and what does it take to be a level 10 trader. Now, sadly, there's not enough people who Janine and I interact with who ask these questions, whereas those who do go on to be great traders because then they formulate what they need to do to move forward and put action behind it. Often someone will, uh, will come to me and ask, hey, Dale, what should I do in this situation? And my answer is to make the decision a great trader would make. So, or in other words, when they say to me, Dale, what should I do here? I'd say, well, what would I do? You tell me what I would do. And then they start articulating to me what I would do. And I might enhance that. And I go, well, then just go and do that. 
you know, because at the end of the day, you need to be making decisions as if you're already in possession of being that great trader, if that makes sense. So my challenge to you is in 2020 is to make that decision about your future based on what level 10 trader or what that level 10 trader you desire would be. So what is that level 10 trader in your mind? So you need to write that down as well. So not what does it take uh, and what does it, well, what does it take to be a level 10 trader and what do they do, but also write down, clearly write down what you, what you've envisioned a level 10 trader is to you. What kind of day, what's, what's their daylight, what kind of money they're making, all those sorts of things, write it down. And once you get that clarity, then you start to look at, okay, now what do I need to do? And your mind will start telling you how to get what you need to get um, to become that level 10 trader. Because doing this, but also remember we need to do this, in doing this, it's going to take you out of that comfort zone. So it's going to cause a bit of dis. Comfort, And that's okay. Discomfort is good because it means you're growing. But it can cause you to take positive action to being that level 10 trader. So will you make that decision to be a level 10 trader this year? Or will you do what most people do and procrastinate and go, yeah, I'll do that in a year or two. Or I'll do that when the kids get up, grow, grow older. I'll do that when uh, I finish work or I retire. I'll do that when I do it. And we get all these different excuses. So will you make that decision to be a level 10 trader, 10 trader this year, if I can say that properly? Those of you living on autopilot will make decisions based on where they are in life and not where they desire to be. For example, the age-old excuses um, of I have no time or I have no money. Uh, and we get these all of the time and people use those excuses as if to validate to them that it's okay for not achieving their goals and being average like 90% of other people. Yeah, I don't have any time. i got no money, i got no time, so it's okay if I'm average. No, it's not okay if you're average, if you're designed to be above average and being exceptional and being level 10. Everybody can achieve it at any stage. You just need to make that decision to do so. Uh, but those desiring to be a level 10 trader or being a level 10 trader and gating a level 10 lifestyle know that doing our diploma course will get them there. And so they don't make excuses like those other people, I don't have any time or money. Those wanting to be a level 10 trader say to us, well, they rather ask questions, how can I find the time to do the education with Wealth Within so that I am at a level 10 trader and how can I get the money to pay for the diploma course so I become a level 10 trader? That's what the questions they ask. They don't ask they don't make the excuse saying, I don't have it. They just say, how can I get it? And then their brain goes about helping them understand and working out how to get it. It's just a different way of thinking. Everything is about your attitude and how you think about things. And uh, Zig Ziglar, a, a mentor of mine, I've got to meet him once through a friend of mine and I've read his books. He just said, you've got to get rid of that stinking thinking because everything's about attitude, how you approach things. Remember, your outer world is a reflection of your inner world's world or in other words your wealth on the outer in the outer world is only a reflection of the wealth within you they say great things come from adversity and in 2019 finished with an absolutely disastrous bushfire uh, bushfires along the east coast of australia and it was just devastating to see what was going on all there but we also need to remember that after fire comes rain and then there's always regeneration as Everything grows to become new again. The forests regenerate and everything. People rebuild and rebuild their lives. Even after this disastrous, losing their houses, their farms, their businesses, people will uh, adapt. They will regenerate and they will get to new because they're forced to. 
um, in some way. A lot of people are forced to regenerate and rethink things, etc. But you know, they always say rain's a great sign because rain brings growth, um, and after bushfire, it brings a lot of growth and a lot of repair. So let's have a look at this. In 2020 is the start of a new decade, so you have two choices um, from today. If you're not achieving what you desire, either uh, you rather hope that this will be a good decade for you, so not changing, continue to live on autopilot, or you make your decade, this your decade, the one where you decide to be a level 10 and do the things necessary to regenerate, live deliberately and achieve your life goals and dreams. Are you going to regenerate and, and renew like the bushfires or the bush after the bushfires have gone through if you've had a bad decade in the 90s, in the 1990s? So what is 2020s doing for you? I know what I'm choosing. Um, I've made many choices or I've made my choice. And as the old saying goes, moss doesn't grow on a rolling stone. So I just keep rolling along, learning, living, enjoying life whilst being a level 10 um, is an ever-moving target in my book. Uh, my goal is never to be perfect because it's you know trying to be perfect. Even perfectionists can't be perfect. But my pursuit of being level 10 is constantly moving. And um, But m- what I believe I need to be doing is continually being on the journey of self-improvement, improving things, and continually in that pursuit of being a level 10. Because to me, if you're a level 5 now and if you only get to a level 8, it's still better than being a level five, isn't it? And that's really what it's about. So the journey to success is a journey. It's not a destination. Uh, and I hope it's something that you want to get onto. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed my little podcast here today. I thought uh, I'd do something n- uh, nice, a bit motivating for the new year, new calendar year, new decade and everything else. But again, you know, as I've said many times in um, seminars that I've done, from here you can do three things. You can do nothing, procrastinate or do something. I pick number three every single time, and so do winners uh, and people that want to be level 10s. Picking number one and two, doing nothing and procrastinating doesn't get you anywhere, actually gets you further back. So um, good luck um, and good trading. You've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.